sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Miller Dirty Harry Miller Dirty Harry Miller Podcast Dirty Harry Miller Podcast Every penny's worth Welcome back to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast in the world to review every minute of that 1971 Warner Brothers classic. I'm one of your hosts, John, and I'm joined with regular co-host missing for a few episodes, Tim. That makes me irregular now. (laughs) Hello. You've joined the army, have you? Irregular troops. The army of fatherhood. (laughs) How's Daddy Daycare Minute going, Tim? Uh, It's not as fun as Dirty Harry Minute, but (laughs) we do what we got to (laughs) do. Okay, we are lucky to be guested by a recurring returning guest, Ryan. Yes, hello. One part of the Spit and Polish podcast. Yes, that's right. I'm back. You've recently gone an, a revamp. Of, a, yep, of a- we've revamped it, our podcast. We're talking about just movies in general that come recommended, whether it's from myself, my co-host, or the listening people themselves. So, yeah. Is that because you ran out of bad films? To- <laughs> no, no. We ran out of unappreciated masterpieces, Tim. <laughs> Every film that we covered on our show was a gem of cinema. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, thanks for joining us again, Ryan. No problem. And we are joined with your fiancée, Rachel. Hello. How are you, Rachel? Good. Excited. Were you a big Dirty Harry fan? No. Hmm. Did not did not watch this film until Ryan was on his first episode. <laughs> well, you may be very excited to learn that we have a very special guest all the way from Colombia, Sofia Vergara. Hello. Oh, hello, John. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Are you a big Dirty Harry fan, Sophia? Well, to be honest with you, I've never seen it before, but I watched it because of you. Thank you. I loved it. (laughs) Are there any policemen like uh, Dirty Harry in Barranquilla or Santa Marta? Are you kidding me? Have you seen the Colombian people? We are gorgeous. No, no, just kidding. Colombian men mm, are not that handsome as that as Clint Eastwood. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, many thanks for joining us, Sophia. Today we are reviewing Minute 91. The minute begins with Scorpio asking the children, are you sick? As two of them cower in their bus seats and ends with a shot of the yellow submarine on the highway off ramp. What did you think of this minute, Tim? It scares me being a father. <laughs> oh. Is this what I've got to look forward to? <laughs> yeah, some some madman hitting your kid on a bus. On a, on a yellow school Just bus. Don't that- send them on the school bus then. <laughs> yeah, drive them, you lazy bastard. Well, the buses in Australia aren't as identifiable, are they? As No, as- but if I was Scorpio, no. I'd still find your kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sophia, would you, would you ever allow your dear son on a bus like this? Well, unfortunately, I had to do it because when I moved to the US, Manolo, my little Manolo had to go. There was no other option for him. (laughs) Jay didn't drive him every day? (laughs) No, I had to work and my accent, but I never got it. I never got the American accent, so he had to go by himself to school. Mm. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, I like how everyone, how the Scorpio asks, are you sick? And a real switched on, (laughs) a real switched on sitcom son like yours, Sophia, would probably go, no, but you are. (laughs) (laughs) 
when are we going to get the Sofia Vergara Clint Eastwood crossover episode? When are <laughs> when are you two guys going to make a movie together, Sofia? Oh, I would love to make a movie with Clint Eastwood, but is he still making movies? Yes, very much. <laughs> still alive. Well, if if he will if he will have me in a movie, of course. I think he's a great actor and director. <laughs> When you moved to when you moved to America, Sophia, how did you end up with Jay Pritchett? Um, weren't you? Didn't you go all the way to Carmel to try and find Clint Eastwood to marry? <laughs> you are very funny, John. Well, <laughs> I think I still with with Joe. Although if Clint Eastwood had a little less age, I would totally marry him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rachel, you're you're a lady too, like Sophia. What do you what did you think of this minute? I I don't know because he just sells it so well that you're just like yeah he does not care that these are children. <laughs> it's just like th- this is something for me to get what I want, and the fact that he plans on taking them on the plane mm. as well. He's just like no, nah, nah, I'll I'll keep them. I'll keep them. He's a fatherly figure. Yeah. Is what we're he's very at. he's very protective. He does not want them to go back to their mothers. He just wants them to stay with him. A bit like an overzealous camp leader. Yeah. But are you Like he's not ready for the summer to be over. <laughs> yeah. He just he just just wants them to sing around the campfire. That's Yeah, just more renditions of Row 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 You <laughs> yeah. That's all he wants in life. Rachel as your partner, I've got to ask, who do you find sexier, Scorpio or Harry? It's a, <laughs> it's a tough decision because Harry's not in this minute <laughs> and it's hard not yeah. to look at him, but you got Scorpio. What do you think? <laughs> I prefer a man in a suit. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> what about you, Tim? Well, Scorpio is a pretty handsome guy, but he's got that big bandage over his nose, so it points to Clint, I think. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Sophia? Yeah? What do you think made Scorpio the way he is? Did he not get the right changwa when he was a kid or they put webos in his changwa? Why did he turn out the way he did? Um, To be honest with you, I don't know. I don't think he's a mama's boy or something like that. I think he's just a psychopath. I don't know. It's just like he, unless you... You think mama's boys go around killing people, but I don't think... I think he's just a, a psychopath. Could you love your son if he turned out this way? Ooh, that is a very tough question, John. I don't know. I think um, mothers should do what is correct. And even if you love your son, you have to do what is correct for society as well. So if he ends up a psychopath and I see him killing people, I totally bring him to the, to, to the police office. To Dirty Harry himself. <laughs> <laughs> Watching this movie, does anyone think Scorpio's like he'd make a very bad comedian because he's throwing out I questions to the audience? I think he'd make a great comedian. Really? <laughs> I think he should be on Modern Family. That's what I think. <laughs> Put him on there. Why that sitcom? Because I Sophia's on there. I meant more because he gives the children opportunity to interrupt. He goes, "Who who wants you know." Who wants to get off the bus? And I mean, that's just no-go zone for a comedian. Don't ask the audience questions like that. You suck. Are you sick? Are you sick? Yeah. <laughs> but he does get them to sing along, and they do. 
uh, rarely does a comedian get the audience to actually sing along. So <laughs> I think a lot he's got of some audience points. participation that, that he welcomes and fosters. Do you really think that he was going to let anybody go down the bus? Not me. <laughs> Not alive. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. No, he doesn't seem like a nice guy. He seems like a happy guy, but not a nice guy. Since we last saw you, Ryan, I I spent a few pesos, Sophia, to buy the novelization of the movie. Oh, good. And it, I'll just read you a bit when uh, Scorpio's trying to find Anne-Mary Deacon. <laughs> uh, he's, he, he chats to her. He goes, she says, you talk funny, you know that? Kind of nice, but funny. I'm a nice person. I'm a Scorpio. Huh. Oh, wow. Astrology. <laughs> Tell me, tell me, have you ever seen the face of God? Would you have preferred to see that sort of Scorpio in this movie, Ryan? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, who wrote the novelization? Was it Clint himself or what? Because no. that was perfect. I would have kept that in the script. Personally. Really, really portrays the essence of Scorpio in this film. <laughs> Astrology, wow. <Yeah. laughs> Gives a bit more character to Anne Mary Deacon, too. Um... No, I found this minute very interesting. Um, one, it has children crying. You don't get enough of that in movies. Usually children that are afraid of uh, a mass murdering psychopath. I thought that was interesting. Um, I like the bus driver. She's very good. I think she delivers how scary the situation is. I think she turns in a good performance, Tim. As good as the bus driver in Speed? Sam? That was Sam, his name. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen Speed, Sophia, the movie? No, I haven't. I think you have to uh, get me into more, uh, watching more movies. <laughs> <laughs> She's too busy making movies with Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all about, it's all about Hollywood here. <laughs> um, fun fact, when Don Siegel was directing Andy Robinson in this scene... Um, he wasn't getting the required results from Andy. He said, you know, you're not scaring them. Make that fat kid cry. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be my direction too. <laughs> These kids, Sophia, I don't know if you know, they, aren't, they weren't real actors. They were just friends of production assistants and stuff, or they placed an ad in the, the Chronicle. So I wonder if the parents knew what they were getting themselves into, Tim. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> but I think... The parents knew what they wanted. Sorry, Sophia? Uh, I, I don't think the parents knew what their kids were getting into because no. they were going to be hit and they could get traumatized. The mums were probably off getting a, a Maddie Petty uh, or something. They were or... getting Clint Eastwood autographs. <laughs> or, they just wanted, or they just wanted the kids to be famous. See? Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Everyone wants their five... Five minutes of fame. <laughs> have we looked up if any of these children are Daniel Day-Lewis? I don't think we have. <laughs> well, the fat, kid, the fat kid is old Chris O'Donnell, I think. <laughs> Sophia, do you like how Scorpio, one minute, he's like foam, almost practically foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog, and the next minute he's having like a grumpy conversation with his wife, the bus driver? Like he's, <laughs> Is that a sign of a good psychopath? He can switch between torment and then he's, then he's having a discussion. <laughs> Car- caring. Well, I don't think the kids were listening to the director's uh, direction either. Are the kids are the kids acting well in this, Sophia? Yeah, they were they were really good. Like I didn't know that they were just like um, normal kids, not actors. Uh, the kid that was crying, I think he was very convincing. 
if this if this was re if this was filmed in Colombia, what what song do you think they'd sing instead of row 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 your boat? Is there a is there a, a Colombian children's song you think that would be appropriate? I I don't remember any song. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think I I think you know what uh, in Colombia kids don't sing in the buses. <laughs> really? Probably. Nowadays, a reggaeton song, because that's the most popular thing now, unfortunately. I think you left the country at the right time, Sofia, unless you're more of a cumbia fan, aren't you? Oh, yes. Oh, everything about Barranquilla, that's my favorite. Like the tropical music from the coast, cumbia, vallenato, that's my thing. Is murder your thing? (laughs) <laughs> oh, no, that's not my thing. <laughs> no, definitely no. Don't confuse me. I'm Colombian, but not that type of Colombia. I don't know. I saw you in Machete Kills, and you killed a lot of people in that. <laughs> that's just me acting. Don't get me wrong, please. <laughs> now, Tim, when I had the old VHS copy of this movie, I was never sure if he was saying to the kids, I'm going to kill all your motherfuckers, your mothers, or kill all of your mothers. Were you ever any doubt when you watched this as a kid? No, I, I think it's pretty clear, isn't it? It doesn't, isn't it? It's a, it is all your mothers. It is mothers, with subtitles, yeah. It? I'll kill all your mothers. But I always thought him saying, I'll kill all your mothers. Like, all your motherfuckers. All you motherfuckers. Oh, you mean whether he <laughs> meant that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I guess, a way to read it. <laughs> How old were you when you first saw this? 14, 15, okay. I think. Not, so, not seven? No. <laughs> Dang. Not the age of the kids on this bus. <laughs> <laughs> so that you could relate to them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this minute's pretty good. I think that it's shot well. It's very, like, handheld and shaky, and you got the manic energy of Andy Robinson going on here, and also it has Row, Row, Row Your Boat. Not enough <laughs> movies have that. Classic line. Just this and Star Trek V. <laughs> <laughs> this, this scene sort of... Is, if we're talking seriously, it, it really is meant to show that he's a real nutbag, isn't it? Yeah. Like, he's that he's he thinks it's normal yeah. and that the kids should obey him, really. Shouldn't they? Well, not <laughs> obey. They should just enjoy his company. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. They should want to be held hostage. Right. And sing songs. <laughs> In the novelization, before they give Harry the job of being the bag man... Uh, Bressler says to him, they've found out who he is. He's some guy called Charles Davis who escaped from a mental asylum. He'd been in there for like 10 years. He killed his parents with a shotgun and then he killed a nurse to get out. And Harry's like, who cares? I don't give a fuck who he is. You know, like, what's it name matter? He's got to go down. We've got to kill him at the end of the movie. Well, Sophia, we've, um, we're so lucky to have you on this podcast. Um, well, thank you. I'm lucky. You are very lucky. Yeah, I'm lucky to be here because I got to watch this uh, amazing movie. To be honest with you, I love it. And I'm, now I'm going to watch more movies with Clint Eastwood. Ho- hopefully, yeah, hopefully you'll be in one. <laughs> Dirty Harry 7. Where Sophia plays Dirty Harriet, yeah. his sister-in-law. <laughs> Sophia, do you think the, the new president of Colombia, do you think he'd, he'd appreciate Dirty Harry's methods about justice? Oh, <laughs> I don't really think so, um, because um, nowadays uh, we are trying to have peace in the country. So um, I think uh, Dirty Harry's intentions were really good, but no, I don't think that would be appreciated in my country. 
not by the president, because we are trying to uh, uh, sign peace treaties with other terrorist groups. So, yes. no, no, we are trying to change the, um, yeah, we are trying not to, I don't know, that type of justice, I don't think will adjust to the society of nowadays in Colombia. Let's hope so. Godspeed. Um, yes, definitely not the, the route that Brazil's going down under Bolsonaro. Well, many thanks for joining us, Sofia. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Please invite me again. Is there any point in asking you maybe uh, what you're wearing? <laughs> uh, no, please, no. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're making me get red. <laughs> Where can people see you next, Sofia? Just somewhere in West Hollywood? Just walking the streets of West Hollywood in in high heels? Well, uh, yeah, maybe, or maybe in Barranquilla. You never know. You have to come to Colombia and maybe see we can have some coffee. <laughs> claro. Okay, well, many thanks, Sofia. We'll see you later. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye now. Bye. Well, that was nice <laughs> to have Sofia Vergara. We're very lucky to have more guests on this episode, Tim. We have um, All The Way... From America, Washington State. Don't call him a lineman from the county because, in fact, he is a... What are you, Daniel? (laughs) Unemployed as of uh, two days ago. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, my job wanted to move out of state, so... uh, And I didn't want to, so... If anyone listening has a job in the Spokane area for a geologist... (laughs) Well, thanks for letting us know it's pronounced Spokane. I thought it was Spokane or something. I've learned something. So you're telling me your employer wanted a a different bag man, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, no, they just moved me around the country all the time, so I gave up. And Daniel, I think we are also lucky to be guested by your girlfriend, uh, Karina. Hello, Karina. Hello. (laughs) Your big, dirty Harry fan, Karina? I have seen it one time. Because Daniel told me to. <laughs> Daniel said it was almost a deal breaker. Um, he was more worried about showing you Dirty Harry and your reaction to um, to meeting your parents. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope you're not staring daggers at him. Well, many thanks for joining us, Karina. What did what did you think? What did you think of this minute? Well, honestly, I don't think any of the kids in my class would behave that way. <laughs> not even one. <laughs> No. <laughs> they would freak out. <laughs> they would not be singing Row, Row, Row the Boat. Ill-disciplined. You might not know this, Daniel, but there's a remake, uh, a Bollywood remake in 1973 called Kun Kun, which means Blood Blood. It's pretty much a scene-by-scene rip-off of this movie. And in that movie, he, in that movie, the killer actually gets the kids to do a whole Bollywood number and they're all <laughs> sort of happy with him. <laughs> okay, why aren't you doing... That movie minute? That's a very, very good question. <laughs> That's the next movie they're covering. <laughs> so, Karina, uh, Rachel, mm-hmm. no, maybe this is actually for Karina. <laughs> Just give me false hope. Wh- which of these kids could become president? Do any, have, any of them have American president uh, material? I'd say probably the kid that raised his hand but didn't freak out. And start screaming that he wanted off the bus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Calm under pressure. I would say both the little Asian kids. I think both of them would become president at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a joint leadership. 
They're like, we survived an attack from Andy Robinson. We can run the country. <laughs> <laughs> the tagline will be row, row, row your country or something. Row, row versus Wade, your country. <laughs> row, row, row your votes <laughs> to me. <laughs> what did you think of this minute, Daniel? Uh, I don't know. I, I liked it. It's uh, exciting because they're going into the Marin Headlands. Uh, lots of good rocks there. <laughs> Of course. But, uh, yeah, and then, uh, I know, it gets into, like, you know, oh, Andy Robinson's evil. Good old, like, being evil. And you've actually been through the Waldo Tunnel, now called the Robin Williams Tunnel, haven't you, Daniel? As a kid? In yeah. a bus? Yeah, well, uh, middle school. Uh, I guess that counts as a kid. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, yeah, it's, we went up to, on a trip to the Marin Headlands and, or, well, just Marin proper, I guess. And, uh, yeah, went through the tunnel. It's all nice and rainbowy, and uh, some hiking and some good rocks. Is there rainbow on the inside? No, it's just the just rainbow. on the outside? Yeah, on the... Oh, yeah, that'd be more fun. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of rock would Andy Robinson be? It's a tough question, but what kind of rock is Andy Robinson? Give me a, give me a rock type. <laughs> I'd probably say he'd be at least a metamorphic rock. Great. <laughs> <laughs> He can become anything. Because you tell, it's like, yeah, well, though, you can tell he's got some heat, you know, thrown into him. <laughs> and uh, there's this pressure of this whole situation that's pushing on him. Um, so I'd say, like, uh, a little metamorphose, maybe, like, uh, a schist. Uh, <laughs> and what about Clint Eastwood? He'd surely be an extraterrestrial rock, wouldn't he? He's out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Rachel, what um, do you like? Do you like Scorpio's acting in this scene? Yeah, it's solid. He he is genuinely terrifying in a very real way. That like you can relate to when you lose your shit with kids. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like it's almost like an audition for Parenthood. Yeah. It's how he treats his kids. It's the smile <laughs> while he's screaming. Yeah, because you're just so frustrated and you know what you're doing is ridiculous, but like your face lets you down. And then the angry whisper to the wife, who is the yes. bus driver, <laughs> like you should be on my side. <laughs> You should be on my side. But we know that he isn't a teacher because if you, as a teacher, had a mental breakdown, you wouldn't want to take the kids on the plane with you, would you? You want to leave them behind. I mean, how do we know he's not a teacher? Maybe that's his backstory is he was a teacher and snapped. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Do you think when the people casting Star Trek, when they watched this movie, they were like, this guy would be great if he was a lizard. And would cast him in Star Trek as a lizard man. Uh, he was a Cardassian. Yeah, uh, a lizard. <laughs> They're basically lizards. <laughs> oh, oh, and they were like a lizard Nazi in space. That's that's what uh, Scorpio reminds me of. <laughs> Speaking of Star Trek, Andy Robinson was on. Uh, uh, we'll put a link in the show notes to a Star Trek podcast, and he talks for a few minutes about um, this movie. And he was talking about how he had to go to a dark, dangerous place for this role. And he, he's saying his whole his whole physiognomy, you know, has changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could tell. You like him in this. You, you like uh, Andy Robinson, don't you, Daniel? Yeah, I mean, well, especially from Deep Space Nine, where he plays just a simple tailor and nothing else. 
Um, but a simple, clearly gay. I like his crazy eyes. (laughs) The way he like contorts his face. (laughs) It's true. Does anyone like how Andy Robinson? It's like he's when he starts talking to the driver, he becomes Siri. And like, who would you like? Rachel, if you had Siri, that could be any actor in this movie, who would it be? Would you have Clint, you know, giving you directions on Google Maps or Siri or, 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 or Andy Robinson surely would be the best? Out of those two, I think I would go Andy. But if I could choose outside of this minute, I think I would go with one of the police, com- police commissioners. The DA. The DA. Yeah. He'd be great. He's like, I, don't molest him. <laughs> I promise no molestation <laughs> yeah. on him. On my honor. Him or the, the, the doctor that's like, take off your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and he has experience in other times, like uh, when he's having uh, Harry run all over the city. Exactly. Good point. Yeah. So really, he is the first Siri. <laughs> Take the Francis Drake Boulevard several times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it too. I think I would choose Andy as well because you could understand something he says. If it's Clint, he would be like, turn right. <laughs> Get off the lawn. <laughs> I mean, do we really think he'd say turn right? I think it's just, turn. <laughs> just that's it. <laughs> we need more context, Clint. <laughs> no. <laughs> and would he also give it to you in time to actually make the right decision? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he gives he gives the bus driver here enough time, I think, to turn off, doesn't he? He's giving her quite a lot of notice. Oh, Andy, oh, Andy it, it, does, but Clint. Clint. Yeah. I think Clint would give you too much time. He would, like, <laughs> ten minutes before, he'd go, turn. <laughs> and he'd be like, what? Where? <laughs> I agree. And then he'd just, like, eyeball you for the next ten minutes. <laughs> now, uh, are our guests Daniel and Karina in, is it Canada? No, Washington. Oh, You're Washington. in Spokane now, aren't you, oh. Daniel? Yeah, Spokane. Uh, near uh, near Canada, like, um, well, about uh hour and a half or so from Canada, unless uh, we had to go through, like, an hour-long border security when we were going uh, last time, but yeah. Close to Canada. Because I was going to ask, are these yellow buses, like, all over the, the US, or...? Yeah. They're all yellow. I've never seen one that wasn't yellow. A previous guest um, brought up the fact that uh, prison buses, in movies at least, in most states, are also yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-purpose. <laughs> Have you taken any kids on a school excursion in a bus, Karina? Andy Robinson came on the bus and was like, you're going to drive here to the airport. <laughs> No, she demanded that they sing Row, 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 Your Boat, and it didn't go as well as this. They started freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever lost your shit with some students? Have you ever said something in anger or raised your voice and... No one's listening. Oh, often. <laughs> well, Daniel, you said your uncle... Um, your uncle went to school with someone who had plans to kill some health inspectors and make them into sausage. Yum. Is Scorpio that bad? Well, no, that's, uh, yeah, my, uh, you know, mom and, you know, her brothers, obviously, uh, grew up uh, in the Bay Area uh, around this time. And, yeah, there were lots of uh, killers. And, yeah, my uncle knew someone, uh, Stuart Alexander, who owned a sausage factory, um, killed three health inspectors. And one got away, though. And uh, good for him. 
But yeah, he planned to chop him up in the sausage and uh, I guess assume nothing would come of it, but uh, no, he got caught. And then, let's see, yeah, my uh, mom knows someone, or one of her friends, uh, claims to have had a psychic vision that she reported to the police, who then caught a killer, so... Nice. <laughs> nice. Scorpio would never venture down that part, would he, of actual disembowelment, do you think? Yes. <laughs> I, I do think. I think that's too much effort. Yeah. He doesn't he doesn't like the cleanup, he just likes the brutality of it. Uh, see, good serial killer would like spend time murdering you. Yeah, but he's not very good at this. As we have seen through the yeah, movie. He gets caught in what? Like a few days? Yeah. yeah. He gets the shit kicked out of it by Clint Eastwood. I don't know, he's not very good. <laughs> at the end of this minute, it's a lovely sunny day, Tim, isn't it? Yeah. And I think Scorpio really thinks he's gonna get away with it. The way he sort of that's right. Yeah. Well, he was promised not to be molested. <laughs> and yes. he seemed pretty pleased about that promise. <laughs> the um the freeway exit sign um San Quentin isn't that a famous prison? That's a prison, yeah. It's a Johnny prison, right? Cash. Is that where he's taking him? To, to they going to this Where are they going, Daniel? The Santa Rosa Airport. You ever been there? Uh no, I haven't, but yeah, no. Been to Santa Rosa. <laughs> You you also mentioned that the unfortunately you won't get to see it, Daniel. But the final quarry scene, um, it looks like that little kid is fishing in a pool of asbestos. That's what this part of the country is renowned for. Is that right? Not just looking. Um, I tracked this information down. So um, basically, um, yeah, the most of that area there's a lot of what's called the Franciscan Formation, which is where. Uh, a lot of asbestos was mined in form of serpentinite, uh, which is California state rock. Um, and it's basically formed by all of the earthquakes and stuff. And yeah, it's... So that kid is sitting in a quarry that possibly has a bunch of asbestos in it. Uh, so if you or your killer have a mesothelioma, you know... <laughs> oh boy, James Hardy. Um... What did you call that rock? The Serpentinitite? It's um, dangerously close to Scorpio Serpent Snake, huh? huh? Yeah. I mean, it, it's named that because it's green. Uh, so it's a like green and fibrous, which um, asbestos is just any sort of fibrous mineral that's really long. I think it's like 20 times as long as it is wide is an asbestos. But uh, yeah, so it's Serpentinite. So it's named because it's serpentine green, yeah. Scorpio's evidently had a lot of fiber today. His pants are on fire. Maybe that's he's just got a bit of bowel problems. That's why he's so agitated. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 I'd love it if that was the truth. Um, Rachel, in the maybe truth that was here, just Ryan. the feeling he was channeling. Uh, that was the dark place that he was referring to as an actor. Now, Ra <laughs> now Rachel, you said before we started recording that you noticed something about every girl in this oh, scene. Every girl has like the same material ribbon in different colours except for the Asian kid. She has white. The Asian kid gets a white proper ribbon, mm. but the two white kids... So the kids have... Um, Red, blue, and white ribbons in their hair. So That's the American flag. The presidential race. Yeah. <laughs> in <this> school bus. <laughs> See, they're there supporting. Yeah. It goes to our claim that those two kids are going to run for president. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. 
all ties together. <laughs> yeah, in their hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's what ribbons do. At the end of this minute, we get um, Scorpio, sorry, Lalo Schifrin's score coming a little bit. We haven't heard some music, it seems like, in a long time at this point, Tim. Yeah, you're right. Big fan it's, of Lalo. Would you call it Harry's theme? No, it's no, not quite yet. It's a, it's just a variation, the but drawn out, isn't it? It sort of indicates Harry's about to <laughs> come yeah. bust his balls yeah. by standing <laughs> ominously. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Daniel. I don't know. I know you're a fan of this podcast, but I'm not sure if you're a fan of my bad American accents. But I've got a quote here. I've got a quote. The acid jazz in the chase scenes usually blends into another style quickly. And the effect is that the music sounds sleazy. The ultra-funky score distracts us from the fact that this is basically a horror film. <laughs> Time out 2006. Do you agree with that, Ryan? Is this a horror movie? Um, is, is Scorpio befitting for a... Is he a proper horror... Could you call him a horror uh, bad guy rather than just an action movie bad guy? Uh, he is quite scary. Um, he's quite sexy, too. Um... <laughs> He's sexier when he's a Cardassian, I will say, but um, I think there's horror movie moments, but not a horror movie in general. I mean, yet again, how many action movies have the bad guy smacking kids in the face and making them cry? Not enough is my answer. You don't see Schwarzenegger punching children, um, so... Karina, would you, would you find this scene more eerie if it was accompanied by music? Maybe something like... Oh, yeah, that makes it way freakier, for sure. That would make it way worse. (laughs) No, they needed an orchestral version of Row, Row, Row Your Boat. (laughs) Oh, I missed out. Like a slowed down version. Or no, what you got to do is do uh, Row, Row Your Boat, but sung quietly as well. So, like, mystery ghost children are singing along. Yeah, but guys... We're thinking about this from a modern movie perspective. Think about from the 70s. They would do it with that chicka-chicka-wow-wow sound to it. <laughs> Wah-wah-a-go-go. Yeah, they would do it with that, you know, that sleazy, crackly yeah. music. So it would be like, really, you want to dance to it. That's what they would do. I've never liked Rory Boat until Dirty Harry made it a disco hit. <laughs> now, of course, they're heading out of the city. They're heading out of what looks like a beautiful part of the country, Daniel. And the sort of the subtext maybe to reach at is real, real, real justice. You can't achieve that in the modern city with rights and everything. You've got to go back to the frontier. I, I don't know what's going to happen next. It looks like he's he's home free, but they're they're heading out of the city, um, outside of civilization. Do you like that long long bow there, Ryan? Oh yeah. And did you like how he used the, the a bow? You know the the cowboy metaphor. Oh yeah. It was beautiful. It's almost as beautiful as Dirty Harry. Is anyone here a big fan? Has anyone seen here True Detective? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? You know it intimately? Uh, just the first season. <laughs> Is he like Harry? Um, Matthew McConaughey? I think so. No, he talks too much. Yeah. <laughs> he has too much to say. He's too philosophical. Harry has no real philosophy. He just does things. Matthew McConaughey is like, I had a dream one time. Um, and you would be like, shut up, Siri. Yeah, Woody, Harrels- Woody Harrelson would be more like Dirty Harry, if anything. He just does things. Well, here's a quote about Russ Cole. Is he the Harrelson one? or No, that's, that's McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah. McConaughey. See if this fits Harry. 
Russ is a troubled detective dedicated to his work and renowned for his abilities, most notably his ability to get confessions from criminals. He seemingly prefers living by himself, has no friends or relationships, only living for his work. Rust's apartment is bare with only a simple bed and books on criminology. Uh, Harry would not have books. (laughs) I don't think he knows how to read. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, Harry cannot read, is what my thing is. He knows how to eat. He knows how to dismiss people and say, like, yeah, my wife died, so what? I don't care. (laughs) But he does not read books. He knows how to sign death warrants, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Important skill. Um, no, I agree. He, he has some similarities, but yeah, I don't think Woody, I don't think uh, Dirty Harry and Ross would get along. <laughs> I think Dirty Harry would hate him very much. He's like, you talk. I don't like talkers. And also, Ross would try and figure out the internal mechanic mechanics to Dirty Harry's mind, and I don't think he would appreciate that. Now, guys, I know you've done a lot of minutes on this show, and you've been asked a lot of questions, and you've answered a lot of things, but my big question is, would this movie be improved if Harry's partner was an orangutan? (laughs) (laughs) Because another- You'd have to be a trucker for that. (laughs) (laughs) Because another Clint Eastwood answered that movie, and the answer is yes. (laughs) Yes, it would be. Um, Tim? I I think I agree, yeah. (laughs) They even made two of those films. (laughs) Quite a lot of the scenes of Harry, uh, sorry, of Clint interplaying with Clyde or Manus, whatever the orangutan is, a lot of their interaction revolves around, you wouldn't know this, like opening up eight cans of beer and like doing different things with beer. Um, We do see Harry drink a beer in Magnum Force, but... I just want my. I just want Clint to eat hot dogs. I don't. Yeah, I can't have him drinking beer. That would mess with my impersonation of Harry. What do you think uh, Harry would drink, D- D- Daniel, alone? So, hmm? there is actually a drink I know that involves hot dogs. Uh, <laughs> it's called a Frank Collins. Um, so it's, I believe, gin, uh, the water you boiled a hot dog with. Lime juice, Worcester sauce, and just a hot dog as garnish. Wow. So I, I'm assuming that. It's a terrible drink, so don't try it, but. Uh... Is that FDA approved? <laughs> it's made out a of minor league baseball team, uh, made it a drink, and then, like, served it at a few games. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rachel, what do you think Harry would drink? That's actually a good question. Does Harry drink? Or does he just sweat? Because <laughs> he sweats a lot in this movie. He sweats yeah. 100% mercurochrome. Because I think he drinks... I think he drinks just pure ether. <laughs> I think cheap whiskey. Cheap? You think it's a che- Did you see his suits in this movie? He ate cheap. Oh, no, but I feel <laughs> like... He goes through so much of it, he knows that there's no point in investing in quality. Well, no, I think he's got to spend all of his money on pants so he doesn't have any money left over for the expensive whiskey. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, that and flowers for his dead wife's grave, probably. I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Cool, sad, Tim. Yeah. 
Um, but what about Andy Robinson? What about Scorpio? Do we see him drinking this? I think we do, right? We see him at a bar, you know, at the strip club, and he's got the he's got a beer stein in front. Oh, of Oh, really? Him. He yeah. seems more like a Pims man. <laughs> 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 in my mind, I always see Clint as a... I'm uh, sorry, Harry as a teetotaler. I know in the sequel we see him drink beer, but I just find him thinking, alcohol? Who's got time? You yeah, know, yeah. I can't even imagine him drinking anything but the bare essentials. Don't you think he would just drink whatever? Like, Yeah, he's just- he drinks whatever's in his hand. <laughs> I think he's the kind of person that's like, I don't like the taste of water. He is a guy that would get easily drugged in a movie. You just hand him whatever oh, yeah. and he'll drink it. He would like- Maybe he's just poor, very poor. It's just a good fact that he walks and does a lot of running and so forth. He's probably like Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver, you know, being, drinking bad, poor, maybe, maybe you're right, poor liquor and milk and he's, I don't know. No, I asked before what kind of rock Clint Eastwood is. The bigger question is what kind of rocks does Clint Eastwood eat? Because <laughs> he's a guy who eats pure mass. <laughs> what do you say, geology man? Uh, well, uh, let's see. It's got to be something softer than, let's see, what, I'm trying to remember what, uh, hardness appetite is. So your (laughs) teeth are made of a mineral called appetite. Um, so it'd have to be softer than that. Otherwise they just scratch your teeth. So it'd have to be something more like, um, I don't know, like a, something that's, uh, I don't know, like talk is very soft. Could eat talk. Um, then there's halite, which is... Literally rock salt, so you can eat those rocks. You can't get that many nutrients from rocks. Unless, is Clint a plant? <laughs> but yeah, I think, I don't know, I think Clint doesn't abide by the rules of human nature. I think his teeth are impervious. Um, I think he could eat the core of the earth if he wanted to. Um, I also just assume that he has dentures because he doesn't seem like a man whose real teeth would have survived this long. Um, Here's the thing I love about this show. We've gotten to the point where you guys have gone so insane that you have guests like me asking what kind of rocks Clint Eastwood would eat. I think this is a good time to maybe draw this minute to a close, Daniel. Do you have any 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 last words on this minute? I mean, you're probably very scared what's going to happen to these kids. Or is the end of the movie? He's made it. Scorpio's getting away. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming this movie ends with Scorpio getting on the plane, flying away, uh, immigrating to Cardassia, and uh, yeah, becoming a simple tailor who is in no way a spy. And who is no way gay. Like, <laughs> clearly, clearly he's a straight Cardassian who has no homosexual feelings towards Bashir at all. He's just a simple, straight tailor who makes clothes. Not at all a spy. Not at all a bad guy. Dirk is getting in the way of the one true love uh, that Bashir has with O'Brien. Exactly right. The <laughs> ultimate bromance. I have no idea what you're talking well, about. Well, we know what we're talking about. I think Some very good ships. I think I at the end of this movie out. and uh, that, that Scorpio and Al Pacino from Dog Day Afternoon get on the same plane. Oh, yeah. And they fly <laughs> off and have a lovely honeymoon as two actors with weird voices now. Hoo-ha! And I'm, I'm Clint Eastwood's good friend, Andy Robinson. You know, <laughs> and, and all this kind of stuff. I think... I think Andy's going to be okay at the end of this minute, you know? I think he's going to be fine. Dirty Harry 2 is actually about Scorpio. It's called Scorpio Harry. (laughs) Well, many thanks for joining us, Daniel and uh, Karina. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks. Um, Tim, thanks for joining us away from your busy child-rearing schedule. That's okay. Back to Daddy Daycare Minute. (laughs) And you keep on missing Trent. 
I know. What's, What's happening? <laughs> He's on a plane to Santa Rosa, I think. And many thanks, uh, Rachel. Thank you for having me. And Ryan, thank you very much for having us in your home. Uh, thank you very much. I'll be doing my darndest to uh, see if you can do another minute, but I think Tim has to leave us. Sorry, guys. Bastard. Bye, Daddy. All right, we'll catch some of you next time on... Dirty Harry Minute. Minute. Mrs. Doubtfire. What? Would you like to join us? Oh, I thought I saw Clint Eastwood. I would make my day. He is such a stud muffin.